This is the Geek Therapy Podcast. Join Lara Taylor and me, Josue Cardona, as we celebrate how geek culture is saving the world. Currently, we're focusing on a geek therapy library. The library is designed to help fans communicate through their favorite movies, books, and games. It's a resource for therapists, teachers, and parents to find a way to work with or talk about important things through awesome content. Welcome to the show. Okay, so we're both sick, so let's see how this goes. What, what, do, you, what do you have for me, Lara? I have absolutely nothing. Really? I'm boring. Seriously? Seriously. Nothing. Nothing. I haven't had time. Uh, at least, at <laughs> least tell me the Beauty and the Beast news. That's pretty good. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's some good stuff. I didn't like watch anything, but I heard on the radio and I got really excited. Um, so Disney announced that they are having their first LGBT character, and it's in the new Beauty and the Beast live action movie. The Foo is gonna be gay. I'm, and that's super exciting. I know, I know. I'm so curious how they're going to, how they're going to play it in the movie. How they're going to right. tell us, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, is he just going to, quote unquote, act gay, <laughs> or is he? Right. You know what? Uh, what, what is yeah. going to happen here? <clears throat> yeah. I'm really excited to see that. Um, and well, you technically, know. technically, Timon and Pumbaa were in the Jungle Book live action movie, so. That Timon and Pumbaa were in the Jungle Book live action movie. I didn't catch that. No, they were. They were. You didn't. You didn't see that. Yeah. But my my no. the joke is that they're gay. They're a couple. Oh. No. No. <laughs> I I guess okay okay. People say that. You never heard people say that. I've heard people say that, but I also am like okay whatever. You know they're they're different species. Okay, that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother level. <laughs> They raise Simba. Come on. All right. Okay. Okay. But then there was also the movie Three Men and a Baby. You know, they raised a baby. This is true. This is true. This is <laughs> they true. weren't a couple <laughs> or a truple. <laughs> Thruple. What is that? Um, but no, With when you hear that about LeFou and you go back and look at the Beauty and the Beast animated movie, you can totally see it. At least I can totally see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it's a smart way to do it. Cause He's the cart- so obsessed with Gaston. Yeah, yeah. So obsessed. Exactly. Like he admires him and now there's a different type of admiration. I think there's even a scene I can't I vaguely remember. It's been a while since I watched Beauty and the Beast, even though I've seen it a million times. But where the three like girls are have their hands, their head in their hands, and I think LeFou is next to them with their his head in his hands, like he's obsessed and in love with him too. Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. No, that's that was very good news. Very good news. Um, let me see. What do I have? Oh, this is just like a simple. Uh, kind of throwaway line that happened in a recent episode of Supergirl. I don't remember which one it was. I think I think it was a Valentine's Day episode. So it's Mr. Oh, Mr. Mixpitalik. Mr. Mr. Mixpitalik. You ever heard of that character? Mm, no, I've never heard of that character. Oh, he's like this. He's this magical. <clears throat> but I'm also not a DC like hardcore knowledge kind of person. Oh, okay. So so, so this character is pretty cool. I mean, 
I have fond memories of him appearing in different versions of Superman over the years. And he's a character that his name is very, very strange. And the only way for him to essentially disappear is to say his own name backwards. So it's always like a, a battle of wits. Superman has to convince him to somehow say his name backwards. It's really weird. Oh, He's this, like, I have I have heard of this character. I just didn't know the name. Yeah. I've heard the premise. That's cool, though. <laughs> yeah. So they, they did a, um, a Supergirl episode recently with, with that character. Anyway, but at the beginning, the character that we've alluded to in the past who's gay on the show is introducing her girlfriend to other characters. And everybody is surprised except for Monel, who's like, wait a minute, why are you guys shocked? Like, is that not a thing here on Earth? Because he's an alien from another planet where it's very mm-hmm. normal. Thought it was a, a good throwaway that, line. Yeah. That's, that is good. Yeah. That is good. good Normalize that. Exactly. Exactly. Like you, Normalize Earth, that. you're silly. Get with we the times. We are silly. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and before I forget... Um, quick announcement. So next week is PAC, PAX East, right? So that's March 10, 11, and 12. And Ooh. me... I wish I was going. Oh, it's going to be it's gonna be good. And I'm going to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you go to so many more conventions than I do. Small, piddly conventions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be on a panel on Friday, March 10th at 8.30... Uh, with a few other people from Geek Therapy, and we're going to do a live version of essentially Cards Against Humanity, but it's a custom game where we're mixing psychology and gaming. That's awesome. Yep. So I hope it is. Anyway, so that's Friday, March 10th in, at PAX East. So if you're there, check it out. Okay, got that out of the way. I was, I was definitely going to forget. Okay. Of course you were. Yep. <laughs> So I only have a few, a few, a few quick things. I started playing Telltale's Batman game. Ooh, that's something I want to play. So I was at first, I I did not. I thought, you know what? I'm replaying the same stuff over. <laughs> like this story, there's. It comes a point. <laughs> you know, there comes a point when where you, you can only do it so many times. Yeah, but this game does a lot of very interesting things, including giving you the opportunity to play as Bruce Wayne a lot and make decisions as Bruce Wayne in terms of dialogue choices that can affect the way that things play out because you can be kind of arrogant or you can be very nice. You can be kind of stuck up. Like it depends how you want to play your Bruce Wayne and it's very I haven't seen a lot of playing Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I've never seen any it, playing yeah, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's like, but, okay, there was a few minutes in like Arkham, one of the Arkham games, two of the Arkham games, I think, where you were Bruce Wayne. But like, yeah, no, this is that's a good take on it. Even though Batman is Batman. Forget Bruce Wayne, right? <laughs> well, again, in Lego Batman, he doesn't yeah. even take off his mask. <laughs> Well, that is like hardly. <laughs> that is a, a a longer discussion, right? Who is who's the mask, Batman or Bruce Wayne? But there I, are theories about that. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the way they kind of play it out is that um, you get to you know Bruce Wayne is you know you're pretending to be Bruce Wayne essentially. What kind of Bruce Wayne do you want to be? 
And I think that's why you really only have flexibility in dialogue choices as Bruce Wayne. I think so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. But the thing that caught my eye, the observation I made, was that – so, okay. So let me set the stage. You are Bruce Wayne. And you are mm-hmm. working with Harvey Dent to get him elected. Okay. And you are now at the announcement, like the grand, uh, like a big surprise announcement that you are going to start building a brand new mental health hospital in Gotham to <laughs> replace the very, very, very unreliable Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. First of all, that like that's, kinda cool. that's kind of like a centerpiece of the story. The fact that, um, you know, and there's a lot of dialogue about that, about how how Arkham Asylum has not done well to serve our our mentally ill, particularly criminals who are also mentally ill. And here's the here's the, the really interesting thing. He mentions Joe Chill as needing mental health care. And he says that Ooh, if Bruce Wayne is not happy with that. <laughs> so he says that if that if Joe Chill would have received the mental health care that a hospital like the new one that they're building can provide, his parents probably wouldn't be dead. Mm. I'm not even like reading into this. This is this is what this he said. Literally the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in in episode one. So that's some that's some interesting that's, mental health talk there. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that angle has ever been used to to talk about Joe Chill. And it's paralleling a lot of what go- is going on like now with yeah. the mental health system and how, um, you know, state hospitals and things like that are not Equipped. doing what they need to do to rehabilitate yeah. and um, help people heal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I thought that I thought that was really interesting, and the game is actually way more fun and way more interesting than I expected it to be. It um, it started a little again, like you're just like oh, I'm playing the same thing again, but no, it gets good really fast just because it's it's a very different take on all of these characters, really. Yay for pleasant surprises! Yes, so if you're a Batman <laughs> fan, here is yet another version of Batman that you can play, and it's. Pretty interesting. Okay. If you haven't gotten enough of Arkham and Lego and <laughs> and dimensions and listen, this is this is the the argument I always make when people complain about a version of Batman that they don't like. There are like twenty billion other versions. There are about twenty of them ongoing right now. Mm-hmm. That are all different and unrelated. So yeah. It's going to be okay. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. There's a Batman out there for you. That's true. <laughs> okay, so uh, another observation, the game Horizon Zero Dawn. I want to play that game. It Won't is you? it is um, amazing so far. I am about five hours in, and it is I very, I wish very I had cool. five hours. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Lara, that's that's the way the games work. You need to play them, and it takes takes time. Plus, Life. you know, how many hours have you been playing Emoji Blitz over the past two weeks? Not that many times. What? Really? Not five hours. Uh huh. Five hours. Yeah. Is 
60 times 5. <laughs> it's 300 games. I don't know if I've played 300 games. You've, you've played way over 300 games. Maybe not over the last two weeks, but you've played it. <laughs> um, so Horizon, strong female lead character. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, the beginning of the game, you start as young Aloy. That's her, that's her name. And you play, I believe she's only 10 years old, maybe 9 years old when you play. And um, very, very cool relationship stuff. But the most interesting thing is that when you have your dialogue choices, your three choices are like brawn or confrontation. So those are represented with a fist. Insight, which is represented with a brain. And compassion, which is represented by a heart. So every single time you have a dialogue choice, you can choose one of those three options. Hmm. It's kind of cool, right? That is kind of cool. Yeah, because you can, again, you want to play, want to be aggressive, want to, you know, use them fisticuffs, you have that option. You want to be smart and use your brains yep. and wits. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool the way that the three options will play out because I've been using, it depends on the situation, but it's, it's a bit interesting. And I like, I like that option, you know? If there's an emotional mm-hmm. and an intellectual and kind of just a, you know, reactive response. And in real life, you're probably reacting using a combination of those things, but I really, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I really want this game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I figured that if you had not already wanted to play it, I could convince you on the show. But I'm glad you're already there. I'm, I was already there um, when I was watching the trailer with some friends. You like robot dinosaurs? On TV. That usually does it. Robot dinosaurs, yeah. 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 That would be, <laughs> yeah, robot dinosaurs. That'll do it. And one more observation that I made. This isn't, actually, do you have any questions about Horizon? Anything you want to know? Try to kill time because I don't have too many things to I, talk about today. <laughs> y- you know what? I don't have any questions because I wanna I wanna play the game and I wanna like not have too much info about it. Okay, okay, you got it. I want to go in kind of fresh, kind of fresh, kinda. Gotcha. I okay. mean, now I know there's robot dinosaurs. So what about did you, didn't you see the trailers? I did see the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to kill time too, okay? Because <laughs> you came empty-handed. I did think of something. I did think of something. Okay. I have read something. Ooh. Okay. So um, that graphic novel book club that I've been a part of through the local comic shop. Nightlights? Did you read Night Nightlights? Lights. Oh. I read Nightlights. Uh, Was it good? By, yes. Oh, it's by okay. Lorena Alvarez. Um there's a Q&A session on the 18th, so I will probably want to go into more detail about it later. Um, so actually, but... can, you, can you tell us about the Comics Experience Book Club and the Kids Book Club? We're, we're going we're gonna to plug this book club here. Because I, <laughs> I think it's fantastic. It's and a you great can, idea. And you can join in from anywhere in the country. You can. Um, all you have to do is pay a little extra for shipping. There's a flat fee um monthly you can either do monthly or for a whole year and it's a curated book club there's two different ones one for adults and one for kids um and the staff of comics experience it's a shop in san francisco sit down and they vote on what um book should be the book for the month and they um to make it worth your while 
um, to pay. And sometimes, you know, the book is a little less expensive or a little more expensive. So you're saving. It kind of evens out. Um, And they bring in the creators either um, online through Skype or into the shop and they do a Q&A and usually they do signings and um, it's a really cool way to get to know more about these awesome pieces of art. Um, and it's live streamed. So that's what I mean. And like, it's live streamed. Yeah. Like, like you, you can, can buy it locally, but then still watch the live stream when it's, yeah. when it's happening or afterwards or watch the video. Or, or you can watch the live stream and ask questions just like the people who are in the store. Um, so it's really cool. They've had um, they've had Raina Telgemeier for for the kids book club. We've um, read a few of the books. We've read a few yeah. of the books too. Yeah, Monstrous that was one of them. Yeah. Um, and Paul Dini's um, Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, that was part of it. So this month, um, the book club, both book clubs, the adult club and the kids club both have the same book for the first time um, because they thought this book was so amazing. Now I have feelings about like saying that kids books aren't for adults, um, but they are trying to kind of curate things separately. Um, And this book is definitely worth it. Um, We can go into a larger discussion if you want to read it or, and you want to watch the Q and a, or I'm going to go to the Q and a, but it was not exactly what I thought it was going to be based on what it was, uh, what was said to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was in the vein of like what they said, but it was not exactly what I expected. The ending was not what I expected. Okay. Um, but it's beautiful. The art is beautiful. I want to have a giant poster of this artwork on my wall. Huh. Um, very colorful and childlike and like, fantastical um and it's a lot basically this book is about a little girl who likes to draw and i'll leave it at that (laughs) okay okay so definitely recommend it yes okay see one thing that comic experience does that's kind of cool is that sometimes you get the book before it's out yeah right Um, so when you told me that it was that was the book i i tried to buy it and i think it was i think it was still um, pre-order only, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to check again. Okay. Damn. Yeah, yeah. They pick good books. They do pick good books. Um, um, do you know some if it books was are very- not. Some books are not necessarily the style that I like, but if you don't like it, they have a the option to trade it in if you really don't like it, and they'll give you another book that you might like. Um, but we keep all our books since it's both my wife and I between the two of us, someone's really going to like whatever they have. And even <laughs> if it's something that's not really my thing, I still think that they choose things that are important enough to at least give a shot to. Okay. Do you know if it was written originally in Spanish? I do not know. Um, okay. And But you can tell um, in the book that there is, I mean, the, the creator grew up in Colombia. Yeah. So... Um, you can tell that there's that kind of influence and um, uh, the little girl goes to Catholic school and, and the nuns are very, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> does the book take place in a fictional place or does it take place in Colombia? I don't, they don't ever say. So I think it's supposed to be like it could happen anywhere. Okay. 
Um, but I could tell, I mean, there's a lot of Spanish last names and, um, uh, there's a lot of people of color, like very diverse population. Um, when Nina was reading it, she l- pointed out that there was, you know, just, just a more masculine looking lesbian walking her dog down the street, like nothing else. Like, Hey, how's it going? How was your day? Kind of thing. And that was interesting too. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good book. Okay. Yeah, I'll 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 check it out because I I do want to read it. The I read kind of a little synopsis about it. I'm mm-hmm. very interested. Damn. Okay, I'll put it on my mm-hmm. list. <laughs> oh, put actually, I list. I wanted to read one that. Oh, you told me about it, and it was. It was something about time or tomorrow or. Uh, I can't remember the name of that one, but it's sitting somewhere. Did you read that on one? my shelf? I haven't read it yet. And reading, it's interesting to say read because that one doesn't have any words in it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was like the, I want to say like the longest day of tomorrow or something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one seemed um, really interesting, and I I never picked it up. That one's on my shelf. They've done Moon Cop is one of them. Okay. Uh, all right, well, I'll, ch- I'll check and out. Incredible Squirrel Girl was one. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this one is Nightlights by Lorena Alvarez? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out and we will, we'll, we can talk about it soon. Mm-hmm. Hopefully before you forget what it was about. Uh, it's it's a <laughs> quick read. I could read it again. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, actually, I didn't write this down, but I just remembered... Um, someone sent me a, actually it was Woody from Rolling for Change, who sent me a link to an article about a game called Secret Hitler. Have you ever heard of this? I have heard of the game, never played the game, don't know exactly the premise of the game, but I think I know what article you're going to talk about. Yeah, so the creator of the game, he sent a copy of the game or multiple copies of the game to every senator in the right. United States. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I might maybe not yeah. just senators. I think it might have been all the Congress. Oh, but okay. It, but I'm not sure. I know for sure it was all the senators. Gotcha. Yeah, and so the game is about half of the well. You know, some of the people are playing as liberals, and some of them are playing as fascists, and then you have mm-hmm. to get. The you have to get Hitler elected, but nobody knows who Hitler is. It's kind of like a it's a secret. Oh, uh, so I get what they're trying to do by sending it to the uh-huh. to the senators. So that uh-huh. that was something to to keep an eye on. Something interesting to that's to, a to think about. interesting social psychological experiment kind of game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I doubt any of them are going to play it, but. No. Uh, the media, the media covered Elizabeth it. Elizabeth Warren might. Come on now. She's kind of cool. That's a busy woman. I know. She better stay busy. Yeah. I almost <laughs> don't want her to play it. She she understands. She doesn't need to play it. <laughs> she doesn't need to play it. Okay. And so I have- Might a- be cool to play with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you imagine game night with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders? I almost just spit water all over my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. <laughs> 
Could you imagine him being on the conservative side of Secret Hitler and trying to play that out? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he I think I don't think he'd have too uh, good of a, pro- a poker face no. for that. I don't think he would. Uh, uh-huh. Did I ever tell you? I ever tell you this uh, very funny story? Do you know who Barney Frank was? No. So Barney Frank was a a politician who anyway. If anybody knows who Barney Frank is, um, I, I was once my, when when Bernie Sanders started running for president, I was telling my mom. My mom was like, "Who is this guy, Bernie Sanders?" So then I gave her the life story of Bernie Sanders. But instead, what I did was I made this really weird combination of Barney Frank and Bernie Sanders. And Barney Frank was the first openly gay congressman in the United in in U.S. history. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Pretty sure it was a congressman and not a senator. And so I'm telling you my mom this story where I'm like, yeah, he's from Massachusetts, which um, and he's gay. And then I mixed it in with things about Bernie Sanders. And I made up this this amalgamation of a person. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I don't know why I had them mixed. I mean, if you know who they are and you hear them talk, you would understand why I kind of mixed them up. But it was pretty funny. I I, I just thought that. Game night with Elizabeth Warren and, and Bernie Sanders there. I also wish that um, Barney Frank were there. I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look him up. Okay. Look him up. It's a. If anybody gets the joke, please let me. Congressional know. game night. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a thing. Maybe <laughs> we would have a little more peace. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, I when when um, Force Awakens came out, I always thought mm-hmm. that that should be a movie that they should show in Congress. That would be like the great unifier. Like everybody would at least come into the same room and at least come out like at least talking about a movie. Like everybody wants to see Star Wars, right? That's what I thought. Rogue One. Rogue One. No, not Rogue One. Force Awakens. I, Force I Awakens. Know, but Rogue One, they should watch that too. All of them. Star mm. Wars Marathon. No, I know. I know. Force Awakens would be good. <laughs> but again, because it was like the first, you know, been many years since we had a Star Wars film. I thought that would Everyone be Everyone be excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just happiness. Even even people who didn't like the movie kind of liked the movie, I think. I'm just speaking for myself. And <laughs> Okay, and then so the last thing I have on the list is I finally, finally played the game Psychonauts. Have you ever played Psychonauts? I have not played Psychonauts. Okay, so there's a new, there's a new VR sequel, that um, semi-sequel that just came out, and then there's a full-blown sequel coming out um, soon. It's in development. So I'd heard a lot about Psychonauts and I picked it up a couple months ago and and I this week I was just trying to sample different things. And this kind of caught me by surprise, but the the way you fill up your health is by picking up positive mental health. What? Yeah. Yeah. So you you're not picking up hearts or anything like that, you're picking up positive mental health. Now the 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 reason why you need positive mental health in the game is actually because you have psychic powers and if you're low on positive mental health, you you, you can't, can't use, use your, powers. your psychic powers. Yeah, but I love the framing of it. You know, mm-hmm. like hey, your positive, you know, your mental health is low. You need to you need to get some more positive mental health. It's pretty pretty interesting. There's also like you you actually go into people's brains. That's part of the game. So that's also and, interesting. And so <laughs> yeah yeah so you go to people's and they're different things. So the first one he's like. Uh, um, retired um, soldier, 
like a, he's, he's kind of like a drill sergeant. And so his brain is essentially a battleground. It's there's nothing but explosions and it's kind of dark and and it's, you know, got a lot of um, again, it's, it feels like you're you're going through a battlefield throughout the entire thing. And one thing that I thought was interesting, there's also cobwebs <laughs> in the game. And at this point in the game, I don't have I need a special item to be able to dust away mental cobwebs. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious what effect that will have on the person whose brain you're jumping into. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or if it's just maybe like you a, a dust the cobwebs, they'll like all of a sudden re- remember all these things <laughs> that happened to them. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm I'm fascinated by what's going on here. I don't think there's a lot of accurate portrayal of mental health yeah, here. Yeah. But hey, just use the words, and then you know, hopefully, somebody will jump on that. And and actually, that's like, that game is that game is kind of old. It's a PS2 game, mm-hmm. so it's been around for a while. And I've I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's a Tim Schafer game. I I just never tried it until now. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because they've been releasing a lot of older games on. PS4, right? Yeah. 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 So there's yeah. a lot of PS2 games that are coming out and then a lot of Tim Schafer games in particular. Practically all mm-hmm. his like greatest hits are coming out and they're being remastered. This one is not remastered, but again, he just made a VR game or you know, his company just made a VR sequel to Psychonauts yeah. where you are actually, you know, you're jumping into other people's brains in first person, I believe. It should be pretty interesting. Huh. I want to check it out. Um, let me see. I think I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. Oh, um, another announcement. I guess I'm doing a there's a there's a show on AMC, AMC here in the states and in other countries. Uh, in in England, it's on Channel Four. I think it's called, and it's the series Humans. Have you heard of it? I've seen previews when I watch Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so <laughs> it is. Uh, it's 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 sci-fi. It's uh my kind of sci-fi and it really deals with the emotional and I think even in the in the kind of promo material it says like emotional and psychological effects of having humanoid robots in our society as as mm-hmm. helpers and then you have a group of them that have become sentient and have free will and it's it's really really interesting so I'm doing a whole series um, on season two as they come out so that is at you just can't help yourself i just i just podcast all the time um so that's robopsych podcast is what it's called i'll put a link there but um dr tom guariello he has this whole site on on robot human robot interaction it's very cool i like him very much <laughs> and and um so he he wanted to do a full series on that talk some sci-fi it's uh mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun so i'm doing that over there are you watching Agents of Shield? This of course, season? yeah. I've uh-huh. actually brought it uh-huh. up because okay. there have been parallels. Um, oh, actually, okay. I brought this up the other day. There was oh no, I brought it up here on the show. the The thing where um, one of the LMDs was saying that humans are programmed just mm-hmm. as much as he is. You're yeah. programmed by your experiences. Yeah, I, I haven't that, got that far yet, but I remember us talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm caught, I'm caught up on Shield. Shield, Shield is good. Oh, and they just announced the casting for the Inhuman series. Ooh. Oh man! Also, they announced the casting for the Runaways. Like I've been talking about Runaways since we started doing this, right? And I still haven't read it. It's on my shelf. <laughs> Runaways is amazing. I mean, just you know, next next fall there's a there's mm-hmm. a TV series of the Runaways. It's 
Honestly, it's incredible. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And and yeah, so next week we're doing our Wolverine extravaganza. Heck correct? yeah. Oh, man. I've been looking forward to that episode for a while. It's actually funny. Like, so we're mixing up a, gr- a fantastic um, Wolverine story that you have with um, our reactions to Logan. Mm-hmm. Do you have tickets yet? No, no. but I'm g- I'm gonna buy them. Get to buy them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna take a break from packing and moving and and go watch Logan kick some butt with X twenty three. You know. Good. 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 Sounds good. Um, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Very excited. And I'll probably see it Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also on Headshots, I posted um, an interview with Asi Barak, who is the chairman of the Games for Change organization. He just co-authored a book called Power Play, How Video Games Can Save the World. And And you've mentioned this, yeah. Yep. So I interviewed him. That's out on Headshots. And then I'll probably put it on this feed eventually Mm -hmm. in a couple weeks. But um, if you can't wait. Go check it out on Headshots. And that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. We filled up We're 30 minutes. This week. We're yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. There yeah. are there are a few. Um, so we're recording today on Wednesday. Today, the America America number one came oh, out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I, I haven't checked it out yet, but I will. If you are looking for a comic book to check out that's got some great representation, that mm-hmm. that one seems to be right up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's America number one. And I'm interested, do you know anything about Supergirl being super? Have you heard of this series? I have heard of this series. A friend good of mine is the editor. <gasps> really? Uh-huh. What have you what have you heard? I've heard good things. I haven't fi- I started reading it um a while back. I think when it first the first issue came out. Um okay. I haven't finished reading it because life got crazy, but I've it, Yeah, there's only I like three like issues out so far. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a it's a I think right now it's a mini series. I don't think it's a full blown but I could be wrong. I yeah. mean it's been like a a month or two since I got it. Yeah. Um so do you think it's something right up our alley? Is there are there yes. themes there? Okay. Yes. Okay. That's there, what I thought. There are themes. I mean, it's the the first issue or two at least are her origin story. So her new origin story again. Yes. Yeah. And and origin stories always have they always have content. Always. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Always. Okay. So it it's good. And um, Mariko Tamaki, who writes it. Um, she does a lot of good work. She d- did um, this one summer with her, I think her cousin, her cousin, cousin, sister, cousin, Jillian. Um, that was a book that won an Eisner like last year or the year before. So I think okay. it was the year before. So it it's it should be really good. Okay. Okay. Definitely. That, again, that one's been on my radar. Well, yeah. and I have that one, so I could read that one soon. You All should right. get that one. Good. Okay, I will. <laughs> right, and then I cannot wait for um, the day this this is published. This is also the day that Zelda: Breath of the Wild comes out. My favorite video Ooh. game series. So, if you need me, don't don't try to contact me for a couple days because I'm going to be playing Zelda. I'm going to be. Don't wanna, I don't want to do anything else. 
I'm going to be not playing Zelda. But soon I will be playing Zelda. Soon. When I'm not moving anymore. I will I will text you relentlessly about how great it is. Hopefully it's great. Oh, man, I hope it's great. Whew. All right. So let's get out of here. And we will be back next week with lots of Wolverine. Wolverine. You've just listened to Geek Therapy on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit geektherapy.com.